This is Heavy Hulk Football, the original Redskins fans podcast. On today's show, we talk about Redskins news of the week, including the signings of John's favorite players, D-Hall and Sexy Rexy, back in the fold. We talk about the Redskins cornerback situation. This and much more live with Aaron and John. Must not have hit the... Oh, uh, there it is. Yo, 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 yo. What's up, John? <laughs> There's like a delayed yo, yo, reaction. Yo. There's like a delayed reaction on my computer from when I hit record and when it actually started recording. <laughs> that might be partially to deal with the fact that I'm watching the gnats in the bottom corner of my screen. I'm watching the gnats on my 42-inch plasma up above my computer as we record Harry Hog episode number 323. 323, uh, we had a little, oh, before I go into that, I want to give a shout out to our benevolent sponsor, Mr. Desmond C. Lee 2. <laughs> Desmond C. Lee 2, because? Uh, number one was hacked. <laughs> that would be Desmond C. Lee at Desmond C. Lee 2 on Twitter. And if you want to follow us. It's at Harry Hog on Twitter. At Harry Hog, H-A-R-R-Y Hog. Or you can give us a ring a ding ding at one seven seven Harry Hog. Yes, sir, and leave a message like uh, folks have done in the past. Can a can up in up in uh, Canada, and of course Will in Maryland. Or you can send us some email at Redskins fan at Harry Hog Football dot com. Or you can send us email at our individual addresses. In fact, I think you should send everyone out there this week should send an email to Josh, being like. What's up? Where are you? And his email address, again, is josh at harryhugfootball.com. I'm not so sure Josh is ever going to make it back to another podcast. He's kind of um, he's kind, he's slacking kind of off. Himself. He's he's kind of slacked off a whole lot. I think he's becoming a, a Saints fan. Crickets. He actually just texted me. Well, we know he's a Saints fan, a closet Saints fan anyway. He actually just texted me and says, sorry, I told you guys I was traveling all week. Now, by you guys, maybe he means his wife and kid, but he never told me. Did oh, he, tell- he told me he was going to Las Vegas. He didn't exactly spell out for how long. Well, either way, did he say, I can't do the podcast this week? But you want to hear what I have to say about that? It's uh- kind of like in football. You know where they throw the throw a pass and they say if the receiver can touch it he should catch it if it can touch if your hand he, if, you should catch the ball if you can text you can podcast <laughs> <laughs> and that's not to mention the fact that he just like completely never showed up at all last week anyway anyway we're enough, li- of, we did, uh, we enough did, of our internal uh disputes we didn't show up last week either we had a little sabbatical because i had another one of my scheduled vacations to uh something owned by the mouse this time it was a cruise line <laughs> Arranged by John's aunt, Lynn. Travel agent. You can text me or you can email me at Fantasy Balls if you would like to uh, <laughs> get yourself a good high-end travel agent. That sounds kind of messed up. Or just at John at Harry Hog 
<laughs> that will do too. She is a high-end travel agent. In fact, when we got to our cabin on the ship, which was in steerage. <laughs> it's in steerage. Besides the fact that it was in steerage. When we got to our cabin on the ship. Um, Dude, the, the high-end cabins on Disney cruises are expensive, man. Well, Lynn had um, Lynn had uh, paid to have them put in like all these decorations everywhere for my daughter's birthday. She did that? Yeah, it was like. Oh, that's cool. It was like this you know, banner going across that said happy birthday and like these big like things that was like Disney characters everywhere. Nice. So that was pretty cool. And it said That's from it. Lynn. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Or something like that. I didn't even I did know. Not, Suzanne was not. like, Lynn did that. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Well, you sent me a picture of it before you guys left port, and I was like, "Oh, sweet! They knew. They must have said like, and our we're one of our daughter's birthdays is while we're on the ship, and like Disney put that in there." Oh yeah, they they pick up on that stuff, dude. Solid. But Lynn told them, and I paid for those extra things. Excellent. So thanks, Lynn, if you're listening to episode three twenty three, because we know how much of a huge Redskins fan you are. Right, dude. She's probably in like Burma. Or India, or, or some God. cruise somewhere, like, some cruise on the Mediterranean Sea, or something, of or that something name. more exotic like the Rhine River. <laughs> she already did that one, dude. She does high end stuff, man. Dude, I dude, figured she, she did flight. that Rhine River cruise because we got a pamphlet for it, and I was like, hmm, I exactly. wonder how we got on this mailing list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, we're talking about doing that not this year, but maybe in the future. Yeah, it looks a little more grown up. I can doesn't look like I can take my kids on that. Nah, dude, they'd be so bored. They'd be like, "Wow, there's another castle. Can I have a Can I have a hamburger?" I do want to do the Alaskan <laughs> the Alaskan Disney cruise that I invited you and Roberto on. That as long as you sweet. do it in the summer, they only have it in the summer. Oh uh, well, there you go. Dude, yeah, it looks like it's going to be sweet. Anyway, we need to talk about the Redskins here. If you guys have any questions about anything Disney-related, you can go ahead and send me an email. Oh, but that reminds <laughs> me. Before I get too far in on this, or away yep. from the whole Disney thing, because you guys all know how much I love Disney. He does love Disney, dudes. Especially Daisy Duck. Anyway. Daisy and her no-pants-wearing self. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway. Dudes, if anyone out there knows this, um, my wife is already planning our next trip to Disney World, this time in October, on Amelia's spring break, which brings me to the fact that right. I need to find a place to watch the game at Disney World. So anyone that knows where some Redskins fans might be getting together down there in Orlando area that I could take a cab to. Now, does it need to be in Disney World or the Magic Kingdom or Epcot Center, or does it need to be out there in the greater Orlando area? The greater Orlando area that I can take Kissimmee, a cab to. St. Cloud. Somewhere that taking a cab to won't cost me like 100 bucks. hopefully. Mm. Anyway, if you guys living down there know, give me a shout-out at Aaron at HarryHogFootball.com. Oh. If I luck out, it'll be either the bye week or, you know, a national game. Something like that. That's why I was like, when's the schedule coming out? I know, right? Speaking of schedule, the preseason schedule's out. Let's just let's just tear this whole thing up, the whole itinerary up. The preseason schedule is out. Not the regular season, but the preseason schedule is out. Looks like we will be uh, going to Tennessee. It's not we much different be- than the last year. No, it's really not. We're going to Tennessee. 
Steelers and the Bills are coming to visit. And then we're going to Tampa because we have to play the Bucks once a year. It used to be the Jets. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised we didn't get the Jets again this year. But, uh, you know. Well, we took half their players. We did. Back in the day, we still have Santana Moss. And their kicker from last year that turned out to be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> I completely blanked on his name because it's the taint of the offseason. Dude, you're talking. You're not talking about uh, Guano. No, dude, you're talking Our about... Our good kicker. The one that shrinks his feet. Oh, the one that you like, Billy Cundiff. No, the one that shrinks his feet and makes them all. Made like 10 in a row to start <laughs> dude, his career. Dude, Cobra Kai, do or die. Yes, thank you, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai for bad. Kai Forbush, that's it. Dude, Nelly Forbush. Dude, you are really in, you really are in the taint of the offseason. Dude, I know. I've got, couldn't even remember Cobra Kai. Dude, I'm just trying to finish up this degree so I won't Nelly have to guy. take classes anymore. That would be helpful. I don't understand. I, 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 I am in amazement that you have two kids and a job ish and you're earning your master's degree all at the same time. Well, that'll all be over by the end of the summer. I can put, put more effort towards the podcast. Oh, no. Uh, we've already got a call out. I don't know if I even mentioned this to you. Uh, from hmm. our dog, Jamie, that always says he's going to do something with us and then bails out really? at the last minute. Yeah. We got a, that one game. Yeah, we got a call out from Jamie that says that he is going with us to the Dallas game this year, hopefully. Really? Oh, I see how it is. Now the Redskins are playing well again. He wants to go. He wants to go. He knows how much how much of a good time you and I had at the Redskins-Dallas game at the end of last season. The only thing is I think he's on crack because you know that him and his, well, his wife is about to have twins. Oh, wow, yeah. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't going nowhere. He says he is, but we'll see if that happens. He's going to be a good dad. I know he is. <laughs> Better than me, that's for sure. Dude, you're a good dad. Um, I think. Oh, speaking of Amelia, wore I was I was kind of a little embarrassed about mm. this. Really, she had like wear a sports shirt to school day. Okay, and she and wore she comes down the stairs. I'm like, what is you? What is that? And it was a Redskins jersey. I'm like, what is that? And it was a Jason Campbell jersey. I'm like, that's the only that's the only <laughs> jersey I got. Because she had different ones when she was littler, you know, like... Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, little kids of that... Kids of single-digit age, man, they get they, they grow fast. They You need to get, like, a jersey made of stretchy material or something. Yeah, she's got, like, these pink ones that have, like, you know, zero on them. Or, like, no number. Right. That say Redskins, but that was her only, like, Redskins, Redskins one. Bedazzled stuff on there. But the funny thing is, is it was it was kind of like me stretching the rules of this. Like, I've done this at work before. Right. They had it. They had this Spirit Day thing for people so they could wear their U of L shirts because uh, it was right before the championship uh, uh, game. Uh huh. And I was like, it only says sports team. Put it on. Red well, they have to just say sports team. They can't be like you can only wear for this one's team. Yeah, I know. So that's, that's awesome, dude. So you had to wear a Redskins jersey. She did it on her own. She went. And got <laughs> that is your kid. So and they, she, oh, and then her, she was at her little church group last Wednesday. 
Mm-hmm. And she came home and was like, Dad, the church group leader said he likes the Cowboys. Oh! And I was like, well, what did you say? She was like, I said, ooh, Cowboys. I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, and about my trip. All right, so I went to the to the Disney cruise, back to that, out of Galveston. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And on the way there, I stayed. Not, at, not near Dallas. No. And on the way there, I stayed with uh, my distant cousins, uh, Linda Garner and her her sons, who are my age, thereabouts, stopped by. And his name's JJ. What's up, JJ? He said he's going to listen to the podcast. Anyway, I was delighted to find out that people in Houston hate the Cowboys as much as we do. Dude, I know. I, and you you told me that. You texted me there. It was like, everyone here hates the Cowboys. I was like, I know, dude. They're they were, waiting for the Tennessee Titans to come back to town and merge with the uh, Houston Texans and become one super team. Dude, they were arguing with me that they hated the Cowboys more than we did. Arguing. Like, they wouldn't huh. let it go. I was like, no, 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 no. It Not wasn't like, yo, we hate the Cowboys. It was like, no, 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 we hate them more. And when they yeah. saw the, my Redskins, like, phone case, they were like, oh, yeah, you hate the Cowboys. <laughs> Well, 31 teams agree. All I know, you but... do is look. <laughs> they're, they're kind of like our allies, kind of like, I guess, England is allies, now. They're allies, like, right on the front lines down there. Yeah, kind of like England is now. Yeah? To the yeah. United States. Yeah. In it's a way. It's pretty cool. So, like, no That's one messed cool. with me at all. Not one and bit. Now we got, and now we got, uh, we got Burgundy and Gold bleeding all the way out in the Baylor. Oh, yeah. Solid, solid effort. Oh, yeah. We're taking over. We're like, you know, moving the line forward in enemy territory. Yes, sir. Pretty well, soon there's just going to be a little island. Well, dude, hopefully that will continue on, especially because Tony Romo signed that big fat contract. Oh, dude, I was so happy about that. I was so happy when I saw that. I was just like, sweet. I've been joking Cowboys fans all week. But But you know what? What were their other options? Um, let me think. Cut Some, him and get who? Someone in the draft? Maybe. Maybe, but then they'd be like, I mean, there aren't any surefire people. Like like last year we had RG3 and Luck, and, and Russell Wilson was very intriguing. I know we talked about him a couple times. We were like, man, I want to see what he can do. He might be able to do something. And and this is this is one week week quarterback class coming up here um in a couple more weeks here in april for the draft it is we eek so why what was was he up for a contract i thought he had another year that i don't know i don't keep up on dal ass that much but why did they give him such a huge deal i think they had to or he was gonna walk i think you're right i think it was one more year and they did that to kind of wrap him up where was he going like, to go? to keep our mediocre quarterback. No one wants him. Where would he have gone? He com- completely craps the bed all the time. He's only won one playoff game. Someone would have signed him. He's better than, I don't know, he's done better than a lot of quarterbacks that are out there. They're showing he- one of my favorite commercials right now. Chili's baby. No, that, that Dikembe Mutombo one, like, not today. <laughs> or he's running around the grocery store and just knocking everyone's stuff down and wagging the finger. Yeah, like the cereal box <laughs> from the kid. Mutombo. 
the funny thing is, is I've got my four year old saying, "Not today," and like wagging her finger. <laughs> it was funny because she saw that she was playing basketball, right? Mm-hmm. And at her age, age four, they just have them kind of like on defense, like stand on these little X's in like this bowling pin configuration and put their arms straight up in the air. And the <laughs> other, other kid runs up there and shoots. And after she saw that commercial, it's it clicked in her head what she's supposed to do on defense. <laughs> on basketball. Really? Yeah. Did she pack someone down and then wave a finger at them and say, <laughs> not today. Well, not exactly, but she actually tried to knock the ball down instead of just standing there with her hands up in the air. Up in the air and not even understanding why. Yeah, just like they just say, <laughs> go down there and put their hands up in there. They don't say, try to knock the ball down. Well, probably because they don't want the – well, maybe. Maybe because the, some of the kids might just start, like, whacking the kid with the ball in the face or something. Maybe. Oh, man. Dude, that's awesome. Finger wag. It would be funny. Next year, she'll probably, like, knock the ball down and go, not today. Not today. Anyway. Enough Stop. about Disney World and my children. And Tony Romo. Moving oh, speaking on. of Tony Romo. Dude. <laughs> That was another thing I loved that game that we were at so much, the NFC East Championship game last year. Because Tony Romo, how many times did he get picked in that? Like two, three? At like important times, he did something dumb and like totally S the bed. It was at least twice. No, it I was think twice Fletcher early. picked him once, didn't he? It was twice early. And then once near the end that sealed it. Pretty and much. there was the one at the very end, I think. Yeah. It was a linebacker that did it. Who was it? Was it Rob Jackson? Maybe it was Rob Jackson. Dude, Dude all I know is they didn't have a chance to win that game. Dude, Rob Jackson, what the hell? I'm so sick of Redskins getting busted for performance-enhancing drugs. I'm talking to you, Rob Jackson. I'm talking to you, Rob Jackson. How many games yeah, you is conscious? he suspended? Four, six? Four. That's a quarter of the season when he's gone. So if Arakpo's not back, we're in trouble. Well, I guess that's why we signed superstar linebacker Daryl Tapp. Isn't he like an eagle? He was an eagle. Hokey Nation rejoice until he starts sucking. What Which, is he in there, inside or outside? What is he? I, uh, I'm not sure. Josh, I remember he was pretty good as a uh, as a uh, linebacker. Yeah, Josh. What can you tell us about this guy? Dude. <laughs> All right, Aaron, here's your shining moment for what you wanted to do. Your one shining moment in uh in uh you know recognition of Louisville winning it all after dude had his Joe Theismann leg break happen. You should have taken super beta prostate, maybe his leg wouldn't have broken. Dude, I didn't watch that. I have not dude. seen it and I don't want to see it. Oh my god. The entire even Oh, I've heard video i've heard enough oh my god you can find video where you don't even see him you just see the reaction because it happened right in front of the bench and the floor there was elevated so the dudes were like at the floor is at like i don't know it was like a dugout level yeah yeah the floor was at like mid chest level to the guys sitting on the bench and they were just like i mean dudes were throwing up it was it and i you could see why and of course then the other night, I'm talking to a uh, EMT um, who sees stuff like this all the time, and he's like, "Dude, check this picture out." And he shows it to me without telling me what it is, and it's a close up of the bone sticking right out below his knee, 
That's nasty. And I was like, dude, why do people have to look on top of it? And it was like, it was like the, uh, the Lion King thing where the monkey holds the, uh, holds, uh, uh, whatever the the cub is called in the Lion King that comes to King eventually. Simba. The Lion King Simba. He's holding them out over the rock. Instead, they made the bone the rock. Dude, that's gross. It was pretty gross. It was really nasty. What is wrong with people? Dude, he's an EMT. He sees stuff like that all the time. I don't care. That's nasty. Well, you know, sometimes you have to make jokes about what you do that other people don't quite understand. We do that in my business. You guys know how much I care about... what any of them are because I don't want to get in trouble. (laughs) You guys know how much I care about uh, basketball. I was hoping the game was going to be a little bit earlier the other night so I could go to, like, any restaurant in town and have my choice of tables. Dude, I know that's why you like basketball so much. You wanted to reschedule tonight's podcast so you can watch the women's uh, championship game. I think Louisville's in that, too. I think they are. I don't remember, though. It's probably on. I've got the Nationals game on right now. Let me see. Uh, well, it's not on a major network. Do you have enough internet space to watch that? Dude, I'm watching it on local television. Remember? I'm in the Nats, uh, I'm in the Nats area. Oh, yeah, yeah. You get all Nationals and Orioles game here in southeast Virginia. Dude, I get every single game on MLB.tv. I do, too, when I take your login. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there it is. It's on ESPN. Louisville Cardinals versus Connecticut Huskies. Shouldn't that be the Louisville Lady Cardinals? Or female Cardinals? The Louisville Plain-looking Cardinals? Because, you know... Yeah, they should have a different logo. It should be that, have like that, a brown dull, that dull reddish color look. Yeah, they need to have like a brown one for the women. And then the Connecticut Huskies, well, I'm not going to go there. Also, since the Cardinals are from Louisville, which is Kentucky, they should be missing teeth, not having teeth. <laughs> That's right. The logo does have teeth. And everyone knows Cardinals, well, not everyone Cardinals, knows. like Those people in Kentucky, don't have, don't have teeth. teeth. <laughs> Dude, you're going to have to cite the... Uh, you need to do this proper. You need to cite the study that uh, that proved that Kentucky is the most uh, toothless. State. I don't remember the study, but it was on the front page of the Courier Journal one time a few years ago, which is the local newspaper in Louisville. It said headline, headline: Kentucky, number one state for, for toothlessness. Tooth. <laughs> or Kentucky is now the number one state for toothlessness. They beat out West Virginia. That's crazy. Well, part of Kentucky might as well be West Virginia. Didn't you did you didn't you see the Hatfields and the McCoys on the History Channel? Yeah, they were toothless. Right, they, a lot of those guys are toothless. That one yeah. guy. Anyway. Why are we talking about toothlessness in basketball? This is about the Redskins. Let's get back to This is to, true. All right, see, this is why we need Josh back. We need him to keep us on task. All right. Here's some Redskins news. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, John's favorite. two of John's favorite players. In case you guys didn't hear, were brought back into the fold this week. And smart goat thinking me, mm-hmm. before they were brought back to the team, I was able to purchase their jerseys for John for Christmas on discount on Extreme Clearance from Redskins.com. So. Okay. Dan Snyder stopped the shipment of the D'Angelo Hall jerseys and the Rex Grossman jerseys down to Haiti. <laughs> because they're back on the Hold team. Up. I think Rex Grossman signed as the third or fourth quarterback at the league minimum. And D. Hall, I think, 
is losing like what two million or something to come back. No, he's, losing. he's only getting two million. He was due eight. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he didn't have very many suitors. Well, after no, he yeah, got cut. I was about to say if that's the bet. Well, that's because everyone knows he sucks. Oh, he does. Then I saw some article in the Post about why the Redskins need him because he's like the scrappy guy on the team or something like that. I was like, so why do we need 15-yard penalties and people... Making ridiculous bonehead plays? And letting people get back up so you can tackle them again? 25 yards down the field, like you're trying to hold their hand. And, <laughs> and holding their hand along the sideline and dancing 25 yards towards the goal? What? Cut! Man, I'm so pissed about that. Hey, but the beauty of it is, John, is that you got to have your cut ceremony for him, and now eventually, someday, you'll get to have another one. So he gets two cut ceremonies. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Okay. In case you guys missed that cut ceremony. It was like yeah. that. Except like 100 times. Or 10. Either so, way. So we got D. Hall back. We got Sexy Rexy back. In fact, we have 21 of our 22 starters from last year back. That's good, because they can only get better playing as a squad, especially that offensive line. That's a really good point. The only one was Madudu Williams. Yeah. And it would be really cool if we got that dude back that came back for one game. Who was he? And then got re-injured again? Merriweather, because he was awesome in that one game. He was in that one game. He was freaking fantastic, and then he was done for the rest of the season. So, you know, that's going to help us out a lot. And allegedly, allegedly, according to multiple sources, we're still in the hunt for Antoine Winfield from Minnesota, although he is now going off to Seattle. Um, and they were saying that he may sign with the Redskins a week ago, and he's still unsigned. He's going to Seattle, and I have a feeling he's going to stay in Seattle personally, but... It'd be kind of nice if we got him a little bit of... Seattle has those two corners that they think are so awesome. Well, they may... I don't know. Maybe they want to put him in the... Maybe they have the salary cap space. They can put someone like him at the nickel. And then also, there's a wild card here. It's a long shot. Hmm. But John's dog, Chase Minifield from Virginia, (laughs) should be coming back. He was pretty good. I'm not saying he's going to come in and, like, kill it or anything, but, you know, I'm... He's definitely one that's going to be really interesting to watch coming off that uh, microfracture surgery coming into camp this year. So hopefully one of those guys can step up because we don't really have much other choice. And then we could put D Hall at the slot and maybe he'll be good at the slot. I think that's about where he's where he's at in his career right now. You know and what I mean? If we if, if we can get Antoine Winfield or or uh, what's his face? Well, Merriweather was a safety, right? Merriweather's a safety. All right, but you still, want, you want Revis? I don't want. What's a, his story? He hasn't signed anywhere. Well, no, uh, they're trying to shop him, but I think they haven't gotten a rich enough deal for him. They want like a early first round pick. Well, they're not going to be calling or, us. We don't have anything. Yeah, we don't have Jack. We don't have money or picks till next year because you know Goodell. We're not going to go. But all that. I'm saying is everyone this. that normally listens to Harry Hog Nation just rolled their eyes and was like, we don't want to go through, listen to all that crap again. What is Robin Ventura doing on the. Robin Ventura is the manager of the White Sox, I dude. Didn't, I didn't know that. The Nationals are playing right now, everybody, by the way. He's been the manager since last year. They went the exact opposite of Ozzy Guillen. Hmm. Okay. So you wouldn't know that because you watch a National League all the time. And, and it's like. 
baseball's so spread out now. They're they're doing National American League. They're doing interleague play, like second series of the season. There's been interleague play. This is like the Nats' third, and they're already doing interleague. It's crazy. 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 Anyway, enough about that. Back yeah. to the Redskins. I think what you were getting at when you were saying that we have 21 of 22 starters back with Madudu Williams being the only one that's not. is continuity. It, it, not only continuity, but we were able to win the NFC East with that squad last year. Yeah. And we don't have any money or picks, but, I mean, how much better are they going to be, one, from just playing together? Well, I would say at least... You know, hopefully get you one or two more wins because everyone knows what's going on. Possibly. And I, how I, much better can you get? Yeah. I mean, do you know what I'm saying here? It's I know It's not exactly like we suck. It's not like we were in last place last year, have no picks, and have no money, and are losing everyone. They were able to keep everyone as from last year. So we might right. be able to weather this. If we can get through this year... And get Archie three and win the Super Bowl, then uh, we'll look to repeat next year, and have picks and stuff to do it. You guys need to take Super Bay to prostate. Thank you, Joe Theismann. So that's pretty cool. Speaking of, uh, speaking of, of yeah, speaking of RG three, if he comes back ahead of schedule, like everyone is saying that he's going to, I'm um, not putting much stock in that though. Dude, they just keep bringing. It's like every two or three days we keep seeing something in the, in in in. The news about it, like Dr. James Andrews says his recovery is superhuman, and Shanny's like he expects him to set a record with his return and all this stuff. I kind of wish they'd all just shut up. Well, I I have no doubt that he gets up at 7 in the morning and starts rehabbing his knee and does it until 8 o'clock at night. I have no I have no doubt in my mind that, yeah. that's, that he doesn't see this as his job. It's his life. So, but still... You can work at work at it as hard as you can, but if it doesn't, it's, heal, it, you it doesn't know, heal. it's a, just as long as it take. It's as long as your body's going to take to heal. And I guess people that are in better shape, I've heard, do heal faster than you know people yeah. like me. But and even though it's in the collective bargaining agreement that the NFL keeps saying is the reason that we can't sue them for getting our salary cap money back, it's. Supposed to be, uh, they're supposed to be having HGH testing since the beginning of two seasons ago. Like it's been two seasons and there's still no HGH testing, even though it's in the collective bargaining agreement. They still don't do it. I'm not saying he's doing it. I'm not saying Adrian Peterson did it or any of the other players, but they still don't test for it. In and a then sport that brings where a bunch me to of people the... are cut like a like a bunch of you know Adonises. Well, then that brings me to the this maybe. Radical concept, but I don't think so. Hmm. If this thing, HGH, can be used to help you heal an injury, why is it illegal? Because it also has bad side effects. Remember, uh, uh, the roid rage guys? Remember Barry Bonds? He was that skinny dude, and suddenly he had a size eight head. <laughs> eight. He had a size eight head. <laughs> the only other person I've ever known in sports to have a size eight head that I don't think was on drugs was Bruce Bochy, who when he <laughs> played for the Tidewater Tides back in the 80s before he went up to the Mets was known as Bruce Bocci. And he had to take his batting helmet from the Tides with him 
and they had to take off the Tides logo and put a <laughs> Mets logo on it because they didn't have a size 8 helmet for him when he got to New York. You know who else probably wears a size 8 that also was busted for that stuff? Who? I don't know if he does, but he's got a pretty giant head. Jason Giambi. Yeah, he does. He's probably he's probably pushing like seven and three quarters, maybe seven and like I don't know, seven eight. Size eight head. <laughs> Size eight, man. Do you know all right, dudes out there, Harry Hog Nation, do you know anyone who is who is confirmed never used HGH or steroids that has a size eight or larger cranium? Emmanuel Vita. <laughs> Emmanuel David Emmanuel Vita, notwithstanding. If you're listening, if <laughs> I don't even listening. think he has an eight. His head's pretty giant. His head's giant, but I don't think, like, comparatively, I don't think it's bigger than a seven and a half. I mean, an eight is freaking massive, man. That's a big head. And let's, you know, people who have heads that size usually have, I don't know, like a pituitary gland problem or something like that. Okay, so the doctor can come in and be like, look, <laughs> you have a choice, RG3. <laughs> we can fix your knee pretty quickly using HGH. But there could be some side effects. There could be some What are the side, side effects? effects? Your head is going to get freaking huge. You're you, going to have to change your name to RG8. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to borrow Eli Manning's helmet. Eli Manning's. His great kazoo helmet and like hollow it out with all the padding. And His it, helmet it is huge. Yeah. Oh, man. You'd see that one guy on the field has a giant helmet like bigger than everyone else's. Eli's not the biggest guy on the field, yet his helmet is massive. <laughs> Imagine if that guy led with his helmet. <laughs> <laughs> he could clear a hole big enough for Fat Albert Hainsworth to run through that head. <laughs> so apparently there's also uh, other issues with HGH, uh, you know, health issues that a lot of people are willing to overlook. I mean, people like Sylvester Stallone as is said <laughs> in the press that he is a big fan. Of, I'm a big fan of HGH. So that he can make Expendables 3. <laughs> he needs to start calling his movies the Depends because he's getting that old. Dependables. <laughs> Dependables. <laughs> Dependables 8. <laughs> <laughs> well here's what you do here's you know what the hgh testing is don't you they put a measuring tape around your head <laughs> see i thought the whole problem was that the only reliable test for hgh was a blood test and that's why the players union is still balking at it <laughs> well but i think no, you found enough aaron, aaron at harryhogfootball.com has definitely has or has found a definitive test for hgh is your head do you have a size eight cranium or larger? Well, all they do you have, have, to have do, a pituitary gland problem. It's very easy. It's easy to figure out. They get a baseline head size when they come into the league. <laughs> they <laughs> they do don't allow any helmets. They don't. They don't even have to. John. They don't even have to test. They don't even have to suspend them. All right. They just say the biggest helmet you're allowed to have is seven and seven eighths. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest legal size. And so when the football player comes on the field and he doesn't have a helmet that fits him, it's like, sorry, dude, you can't play. There's no helmet that fits you. No legal helmet. Unless he's like Bruce Bochy or Bocce. If your head shrinks, maybe you can play. Dude, he's like Joe Thiesman, changing his name to Thiesman. So if RG3 comes on the field, if you if we see RG3 at the beginning of next season and his face goes from that skinny, normal-looking face to like an Albert Hainsworth-looking head, 
and he grows like that that the shoulders so big neck near the neck that it looks like he's wearing a collar like Chris Samuel style, but it's his back. Uh, dude, if he shoulders. goes if he goes from looking like all right, I've got a better analogy. If he goes right. from looking like RG three like as we know what he looks like to the old Stevie Wonder look. Oh, oh yeah. Then we'll know that he's been using HGH. Right, but but fit. Yeah, but fit. Old Stevie Wonder, but fit. All right. You know uh, how dude, Stevie Wonder dude, had like Stevie a small Wonder head and it totally got huge? be like RG3 in 30 years. Well, Steve, maybe 40. Stevie Wonder's old, man. Stevie Wonder's head got really big, though. I wonder if he's doing HD. A lot of celebrities apparently do that stuff. Google Even it. though it's technically illegal. Google images of Stevie Wonder and look at dude, him when I he's know young. what you're talking about. Now. See? His head's huge. It is huge. And he's got the whole dread thing going, so it's an easy comparison. Yeah. Well, you know, Stevie Wonder's still bad as hell. Anyway, I don't think I don't think that never go wrong. With I you. personally don't think that RG three is going to use HGH or take some drug by accident <laughs> that's going to get him suspended. Oh, I don't geez. think he's. I think he's an intelligent individual. Well, hopefully, he's not listening to the Redskins doctors because apparently we've got some kind of issue with them. With all of our our players just getting suspended for PEDs and. And, you know, Laurent Landry's tearing it up, even though his, his Achilles is supposed to be getting shredded, according to the Redskins doctors, but it's not. Yeah, he had an awesome... Didn't he go to the Pro Bowl? He did. And now, I did he go to Denver? He's something? not even on the Jets anymore? No, he went to another team. Someone else signed him. I can't remember who. He was kind of a head case, though. Oh, he's a, he's a freak of nature. He, and I don't think he was very intelligent. No, that's what I used to say. I was like, I don't think he's just like a smart man. But boy, could he play football in college? He could not hit Washington. He could hit, but in Washington, but once he got into the pros, everyone just like you know sidestepped him. He sailor died everywhere. Uh huh. And took bad angles. Anyway, enough he, about he Laurent. needed a renewal of his career. Enough about Laurent. And in, in, in addition to John's favorite player, number, speaking number eight, his head got big too. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, the Redskins only... signed another quarterback. He went to uh, West Virginia, Pat White. Yeah. That dude was good there. It was Pat White, and they had that running back. It what took me name? a while to remember who you were talking about because I was like, Pat White, was that the sheriff from Tombstone? <laughs> no, who was the running back that there was there with him? And they were kind of like clones of each other, and they always ran the ball, and you never knew who was going to get it. And they're speedy little dudes. I can't remember. I know who you're talking about. I can't remember. See if I can figure that. Uh, let me see if I can effort since our normal stats guy is, is uh, MIA again. Anyway, you know they got him to run the RG3 type plays during preseason so these guys in camp can get, you know, get a feel for something similar. The defense on our team and all that. I don't really think he's going to make the team, but. Oh, I don't either. They're probably I mean, hoping he's gonna, that he's going to show something in preseason and another team will pick him up is probably what's going well, on. Well, I think they're at the point where they don't think necessarily that there's not that much more for Rex Grossman to teach the youngins. So he might be cut then? So maybe they'll bring in Pat White because they, they, you know, they want to go with a more athletic. You, you want a quarterback as a backup who's going to be like your starting quarterback. Yeah. No, I know that I I know that Cat and Kirk is not like RG three, but he can run some of that stuff. And he's good. And Pat, yeah, and yeah, and he's he's got his own attributes that are good. He's a good player. Player. But uh Pat White is a very athletic, speedy guy. 
Um, you know, maybe they're signing him thinking, I mean, it could just be they want to have him around. So he's like, you know, the RG3 clone that they have. Stand in. Yeah, that they have there to do that. You know, they're in a, uh, they're, you know, they're in practice and everything. Yeah, I mean, I could see. So you think RG, or sorry, Rex Grossman and Pat White are in a competition for that third quarterback. I, th- I think they very well could be. Um, I sure hope so. We'll see. And what you happens. were thinking of uh, Steve Slayton. Yes, thank you, Steve Slayton. Yeah, those two guys. I mean, you ne- you never thought that Pat White was going to be a good NFL quarterback when you saw him play, but when they were on that West Virginia team, they between those two guys, it was kind of like RG three and um, Alfred Morris and whatnot. You know, running the ball with that whole wildcat type thing where you. Or whatever we call it now. What did we call it last year? They like everyone all of a sudden acted like they knew pistol. about this offense for all the pistol. Yeah, and all the announcers were like, yeah, the pistol offense. Like I've never even freaking heard of that, and you haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so they yeah. ran that type of thing where you didn't know who was going to get the ball. And and by the way, awesome. speaking of running backs, Roy Helu will be back. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We'll have him back as well. I think he'll be a good, uh, well, obviously a backup to Alfred Morris, but I think he could be a good change of pace guy. As Kenny Albert would say. I think he could be. I think. As Brian Billick would say. (laughs) Brian Billick. Brian Billick is too smart. Like, he's too smart. Dude, you know who else? Oh, do you know what announcer they hate down in Houston? My cousin. Oh, who? Chris Collinsworth. (laughs) Chris Collins, he used to be divisive. Like people either loved him or hate him. I used to like him a lot back in the day, but he has gotten terrible the last couple of years. Oh, he like he's gone downhill him. quick. My cousin JJ couldn't stand him. Well, I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't like. Well, it's because he loves the Cowboys now. He's a super cowboy stroker. If you listen to him the last couple of years. Every time that they're doing a Cowboys game, he's just like, ah, Tony Romo and. Ah, uh, Des White and ah, uh, Jason Witten, and you're just like, dude. If he goes ah uh, again, I don't know what I'm gonna do. It's sound it's hard to sound. Wait, really, who's really bad. Des? He always does. That. He goes ah. Uh, Who the heck's Des about White? A guy that he thinks is good or Des Bryant. <laughs> Des White. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Des White from now Des on. White. You know, Des White, that guy on the Cowboys. See, the thing is, people that just started listening to our podcast, it's kind of like coming into a. Uh, Watching a series like midway through the season, right? Because we have so many like wrong names for people that if you didn't know it, you'd, you'd listen to us and think we're even dumber than we sound. Like to our regular listeners, like someone last year wrote us an email asking us who Pony Boy was because we gave him that nickname like <laughs> like two years ago in his more. first preseason game or something that he ever. You were played. like, who is that Pony Boy dude that came <laughs> in with the scrubs with the third team? He was some long haired like. Hippie looking, John Adams looking guy. (laughs) That is, in case you're wondering, uh, Logan Paulson. I almost forgot his real name. (laughs) But yeah, we like give some nonchalant nickname one time, and that's it. If you don't, if you don't pay attention, you won't know who we're talking about. Yeah, like Nelly Forbush. Yeah, and if you're wondering where that nickname comes from. It comes from the musical South Pacific. Long story. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Nellie Forbush. Googler. 
which which she's, Aaron, Aaron she's the one that sings that sing in the shower he's gonna wash that yeah man. she's hey. famous for that song i'm gonna wash <laughs> that man right out of my hair <laughs> that they made into a commercial for touch of gray called i'm gonna touch wash that gray. gray right out of my hair i'm gonna wash that gray right out of my hair anyway <laughs> you won't hear that on any other Redskins sports casts. That's because we are the original Redskins fans podcast. We were first. We're also Renaissance man and cultural mavens. That's right. Mavens. Nice word. You know, on that note, I think we need to uh, take a break to our station ID and then we can come back and wrap this, uh, wrap this puppy up. Kick this pig. All right. Sounds good. Uh, Get that that uh, station ID real quick. Do I have to do the commercial? Um, well, yeah, go ahead and do that commercial. Desmond C. Lee, two, because Desmond C. Lee, one, was hacked. All right, here we go. You're listening to Harry Hog Football. Please hang up and try again. In a world where Dallas fans roam the streets. And it's generally unsafe to look into the skies at night because you realize you're looking at stars. I only mention it because sometimes there's a man. I won't say a hero because what's a hero? But sometimes there's a man. And I'm talking about Desmond C. Lee. Sometimes there's a man well, he's a man for his time and place. Yep, that's Desmond. Thank you, Desmond C. Lee, 2013 benevolent sponsor of Harry Hog Football. Desmond C. Lee on Twitter because Desmond C. Lee one was already taken. Hey, dude, don't go away, man. Come on, this affects all of us, man. Our basic freedom. I'm staying. I'm finishing my coffee. Enjoying my coffee. Washington Redskins. Yo, you back? Yo, I'm back. I think the Nats are up seven to five. If I'm seeing this, Nats right. are up seven to five. Bottom of the eighth, and they're at bat. But yeah, I'm back. Ice is back with a brand new edition. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, blowing like a. If heart. you guys didn't hear this week, Jack Pardee died, former coach of the Redskins. See, I'm like quoting Vanilla Ice, and you're bringing up somebody dying. Dang, dude! You told me you wanted to wrap this up, not sit around singing like. Vanilla Ice all day. And to the extreme. Des White rap songs. Stage, wax jump like a candle. Dance. All right, yeah, anyway, yeah. A little somber note, dudes. Um, Jack Party, former Redskins uh, player and coach, passed away at 76. He had was diagnosed with gallbladder cancer in November. Um, so he was before our time. We're, we're not quite that old, uh, Josh is. And... I guess a little uh, a quick sum up on his career. He played or he coached the Redskins for three seasons, seventy eight to eighty. He went twenty four and twenty four. 
So not winning or not losing season. He also coached with the Bears and the Oilers, going back to Houston. So, yeah, this keeps wrapping around. And he uh, had a total of 11 years as a coach in the NFL. And he was a Pro Bowl linebacker who Whoa. played with the Rams. It's gone, dude. Yep. Who played with the Rams uh, for 13 seasons, and then he finished up with the Redskins in 71 and 72. So, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers and all the good stuff with that. I know, I know there are a few people that are listening that, that do remember when he was uh, part of the Redskins as a coach and even as a player. So, you know, definitely something to bring up a little bit before our time, but, you know, respect to all that. What else do we have to uh, talk about here? Joe Theismann's Super Beta Prostate. Um, you notice his commercials for that are, like, getting more and more... Uh, it's old. like watching five-hour energy commercials. They're getting more and more uh, production money. In. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, I guess it's selling because the commercials are getting you oh, know, nice. going from really crappy to just kind of crappy. So Adam LaRoche just did a home run. Nats fans, 8-5. And then the White Sox just had a... They almost had a... Boots Randolph moment. It just fell in between two of them in the right field area. It almost looked like Major League where the three dudes come together, like running in from the infield and the center field will come from the outfield, Willie Mays Hayes. Dude. And then the ball drops between them, and like people are falling over each other. And Willie Mays Hayes is just like he's he's the one that doesn't fall over, but he just falls over from just like disgust at the whole thing. I guess the Roach is feeling better since I guess his back is good. Perhaps he got an injection of HGH. <laughs> HGH injection. Plasma I think they're allowed transfusion. To I think they're allowed to uh, test in uh, baseball for that sort of thing. That was a nice throw by that dude on the White Sox. From the he was like on his belly, and he threw him out at second base. In any event, Redskin stuff. Let's. Uh, I must be behind because there's no one. It's because you're out. online and I'm watching it um, directly I'm... via Verizon FiOS. Uh-oh. By the way, dudes, if any of you live in an area where you have FiOS act availability and you have that option over cable, it's get so it. choice. You should get it. You should so totally get it. It's so choice. They say 99.9% reliability. I used to have Cox cable here <laughs> in uh, Tidewater. <laughs> and it went out like what multiple did you have? times every day. Cox cable <laughs> here in Tidewater. And it went out multiple times a day. Hey, every day. You guys it will be never goes out. It is the same consistent speed with uh Verizon Fios. It's pretty sweet. It's a little more expensive. Hey, you guys will be happy to know also that my cable company has finally fixed the speed issue now that they were bought out by Time Warner. Now so, if Aaron could just remember where all of his sound cues are, we'd be in great shape. Yeah. <laughs> so our troubles are over. It, things are looking up, dude. Things are looking up. Anyway, we got some. We talked about the preseason schedule, didn't we? Did we? I guess we did. We bounced so far around this itinerary that John oh, so yeah, graciously we, printed up that. I know, right? Well, mostly, most of the time, I, I, you know, I, I draw out the itinerary mostly to kind of guide Josh because he gets so spacey because he doesn't pay attention to anything. Oh, I know. And, and then we start the podcast. He's like, "Oh, let's talk about this." Because I just, you know, he just looked it up on the internet. It's like, no, dude, we're going to talk about that. Hey, I know something that we overlooked here. We got an email from our dog, Dan Robinette. Oh yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> what did it say, dude? Because he I... sent in a uh, email to Redskins fan at HarryHogFootball.com. and he says to Aaron, Josh, and John, the fearsome threesome. Um. You want me to read the whole thing? No, just summarize. Summarize. Um, 
So you're spreading the word about us. What about us? Is it a good word? Yes. He was uh yeah. he really liked our, our, our discussion about the Wonder Wagon. Because <laughs> it's so related <laughs> to sports. There's well, there's so many people that have had cars like that in their history, especially like in high school. Well, you just have that junky crap car. Dude, that choice you know, that was a choice car, it had a throbbing V eight. It had a it had a throbbing V eight. The thing was fast. I could tear past people and they're like thought they were cool little sports cars. Oh man! Well, it, it took it took a minute for it to start going though. I think once it, it started going, as long as it didn't catch on fire, it was awesome. I think it get it up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that didn't sound right. Oh my! I anyway, meant to say that thing could get up and go. <laughs> Dan Robinette had a question. He said, "You know, he, I am a Cooley fan, like all of us, but Aaron are, you know, and always have been. He even retired his jersey." And his son's medium-sized journey jersey on his man cave wall last year when he thought he was done. When he came back, he was happy, ecstatic, as he said, quote unquote. However, I'm a big fan of Fred Davis as well. So his question is this: Given the current offensive style that the Redskins employ, would you rather have Chris Cooley at his peak level of performance or a Fred Davis at his peak level of performance minus the weed? You know that I, I wrote Dan Robinette back and gave him my response to this, so let's see what your response is. All right. Me, personally, with this offense, you know, there's so much, like, like streaky, fast, blah, blah, blah. Chris Cooley was kind of a big, burly, tough guy, like, like, like more of a get-the-ball-and-pound-through-people-a-little-bit kind of guy. And Fred Davis, Fred Davis is more of a wide receiver than anything else. He's one of... You know, tight ends kind of fall into two different, ca- well, three different categories. You got your blocking tight ends, primarily blocking tight ends, okay, like Pony Boy, although he can catch, but primarily a blocker. You got dudes like, uh, you got your Gronkowski or your Graham or people like that that are big, huge dudes that can run really fast, especially for someone their size and have great hands and, ca- and can catch and are almost unstoppable. Then you have like smaller wide receiver guys, the third group, who are guys like Fred Davis, who aren't the big, massive guys, but they still have, you know, great catching ability. Fred Davis is kind of big. He's kind of big, but he's nowhere near like a Gronk, a Gronkowski, or a, a Graham size. Okay. I mean, those guys are like six, seven, six, eight, something like that, and they're monsters, man. Yeah, yeah. These guys are monsters. Fred Davis is like six two, which is huge. I mean, you know, that's big. A six foot two football player is a really big guy. So get to no your doubt. point. I'm not dude. trying. Get but to my point. point, my point, dude, my point is this: you've got three different kinds. So it depends on what you want in your offense. Do you want? Do you want? There's a fourth kind. We don't, well, we don't. Hold on. We don't have like the big, burly, massive, super athlete catch guy. We've got Fred Davis, who's a smaller wide receiver, but is really good at catching and scoring and getting touchdowns. And not blocking. But is not very good at blocking. Or you have someone like Chris Cooley, who is. Well, Chris Cooley kind of falls into that category. He's more of a bruiser, but he's still a uh, he's still more of a catcher. All in all, I guess you could say he's more of a catcher, a pass catcher than a blocker. Although block. I would much rather not this last year, but at his prime, I would much rather trust uh, Chris Cooley's blocking than Fred Davis any day of the week. Oh yeah. Then you have your other kind of tight ends, the hmm. Niles Paul type that can't catch or block. Oh my God. <laughs> Man, Niles Paul. You know what? That's gonna be one of that's gonna be 
Top five things that Aaron's looking for in training camp 2013. The, Niles Paul. The first thing I'm looking forward to is the return of Chris Neald. Because <laughs> that dude is freaking huge. Dude, that's your favorite BFF of all time. First thing and I'm for looking for is the return don't know, of Chris That Neald. stands for Big Fat Fatty. Long before whatever the other thing is. They're showing the Dikembe commercial again. All right, the second thing I'm looking forward to is Niles Paul uh, performance in the preseason. Uh, Yeah. Oh, wait, I need to. Oh, you never gave your answer. All right, go back. Give your answer. Um, Oh, man. I think Chris Cooley, a fraction less of a just, like, talented athlete of a receiver – but better at blocking. I think he was more of a, a, a rounded, a well-rounded tight end at his peak. And someone who, I mean, remember that game where he caught three touchdowns against the Cowboys? I do. So I, I would rather have Chris Cooley at his peak than Fred Davis at what he has shown at his peak so far. But Fred Davis, again, coming back to that, he's almost like a wide receiver. And Chris Cooley is, is not almost like a wide receiver. He's a, he's a tight end. Do you want to know what I told Dan Robinette? You said you hate Chris Cooley, but Dan, you already know that. What else did you say? I said that any day of the week, I would take Chris Cooley over Fred Davis at Chris Cooley's peak before he got married. (laughs) (laughs) I think Chris Cooley was outstanding, well-rounded tight end, both blocking and... um, well, catching, and I would trust him just in general more than Fred Davis. He doesn't oversleep before practice. Yeah, he's. He, I mean, he's. He's a, he's a solid redskin, like yeah, he's a team yeah, he's guy. He's a lifelong redskin, and he's you know he's a guy who came back. He didn't even want to go play for another team, even though he had offers. He wanted to stay here and everything, dude. I think you're right, and that was a really good point you brought up. It was before he dated the cheerleader who got fired for dating a player, yeah. and then got married to her. So anyway, Even though he started by dating her friend who was also a cheerleader and then dumped her and started dating the other one. And like, you'll remember, I really liked him until then. <laughs> Josh liked him more at that point. Yeah. He really did. Josh had a bromance with him. <laughs> I think Josh had a bromance. He probably had a picture. He probably had that picture of Chris and Christy that they have above her fireplace, like photoshopped. Josh had a picture of Chris Cooley on his ceiling above his bed. <laughs> <laughs> the picture? The one that his brother put up? Um, <laughs> you know, the one with the junk? He had his whole sack of those pictures. <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole sack of those pictures, Josh. Anyway. That's all right. right. So anyway, thanks for writing in, Dan. And that was our response to that. I um, hope we answered that well. But anyway, yeah, keep listening, man. Thanks for the email. And if you would like to uh, email us with any questions, you can send a general question to redskinsfan at harryhogfootball.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y, hogfootball.com, like the name. And uh, Or you could just go Aaron at or John at or Josh at or, uh, yeah, there you go. I think that about wraps it up. I think so. Do we have any hog slop? Uh, we got a BR of the week. We got a BR of the week. Draft day party at the Jack. 
details on redskins.com that might be cool kenny chesney might be there um br of the week washington redskins why they should take a chance and draft honey badger I'm sure um, the very next day it was like, why they should not draft. I never finished talking about the whole Tony Romo thing, but I think it's great that they've wrapped all that money up with them that they could have maybe spent on good players over the next uh-huh. year. Uh-huh. I think they re-signed DeMarcus Ware in the offseason, too, which is too bad because he's like the one guy on that team that I actually kind of like. I'd love to see him go to another team. I also want to give a shout-out to our dog, Will in Maryland, the fifth Beatle. We haven't heard from him in a few weeks, so you know what? If we don't hear from you this week, Will, then we'll hear. You're from a Cowboys that. fan. Oh, dude! <laughs> Dang! Just trying to see if he's listening, dude. Dude, why you gotta be like all that? Will's gonna be like, "You're a loser, sir." <laughs> you are a loser, sir. A shout out to uh, Nick the Greek as well. We haven't heard from him for a couple weeks. I know most of us are. Uh, more or less go on sabbatical we do our podcast get a little bit more uh spaced out during the off season but once we get close to the season ramp things up uh we do go pretty much every week especially during the season of course and we do broadcast all year round and we are the original redskins fans podcast number one we were first. i will i guess we'll talk to you guys later uh hail to the redskins yep <laughs> if you see a cowboys fan Joker! Joker!